You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so you really want to make a podcast? Do, 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 do. Yeah, what if we just sang our um, music? Maybe we should get some real music, Samantha. The podcast came. Oh, you're still recording. Three, two. Survival Jobs is a podcast spotlighting artists, their side hustles, and their passions. Hosted by Samantha Titsolo. And Jason A. Coombs. Boom. Sweet. Okay. Love it. Hey, hey, cigarettes. Hey, how you doing today? <laughs> Pretty good, you know. Can't complain. The usual. Still yeah. in pandemic life. Yeah. But, um, yeah, how about you? I mean, I'm just happy that the weather's getting nice again. True. I've been, True. you know, trying to step up my workout game. Um, just to, you know, drop my pandemic pounds and my body <laughs> hurts from it. Like my thighs mm. hurt so badly because I haven't been properly stretching, but nobody cares about that. But just so you <laughs> I know, care. thank you. Just so you know, that is what's happening to my body. <laughs> yes. Sam, did you watch the Oscars this week? Yeah, Weekend. I did. And I what did. are some of your initial, initial thoughts? We were live, we were live tweeting. You were live tweeting. Two <laughs> Jason was like, Samantha, should we live tweet? I was like, you can live tweet because <laughs> I I need to get better at Twitter. I'm sorry that I, I made you do that all by yourself. No, it was fine. Great job. And we did get a couple new followers from it, didn't we? Yeah, we got like a, we got nine. Well, I mean, wow. we, have nine, we have nine total now. That's we started major. at two. Wow. Here Thank we go. You. Look at that. You got those followers for us. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. <laughs> I don't know. I, I appreciated that we were able to have some, you know, real life interaction, meaning that it wasn't all virtual, like the Emmys and stuff was mostly everyone was at their home because I love a good red carpet moment. So I was happy to have that. You know, our girl Viola was looking fierce in that white dress. Okay. Yo, she always kills it. Like, everything she does is amazing. <laughs> um, and I know Glenn Close was getting so much hate for her outfit, but let me tell you, she was committed, and she kept those gloves on the whole time. I appreciated that. I love Yo, Glenn Close. She was amazing when she was uh, doing the bump. Oh, <laughs> doing the butt. my God. It was so good. <laughs> I said yeah. doing the bump. The Wait. bump. <laughs> like bumps of coke. No. <laughs> hey, maybe she was. We don't know what happens. Dude, that was like a highlight for sure. They think they should have done stuff like that from the beginning, right? Because I feel like the beginning of the Oscars was like a little drawn. I don't know why they switched up the order. I mean, it's a new year. It's a weird time. I don't know. It was fine. The Oscars were fine. And then they were shocking. Right, Jason? 
How do you feel about um, the Oscars? Yeah, we were, I mean, we were tweeting back and uh, texting back and forth. Yeah. And I was enjoying it. I mean, I, I overall, I enjoyed it. It was, of course, very diverse. Um, yeah. There was some really incredible winners. But yeah, there was that big, well, first of all, they did the best picture <laughs> randomly before the best actor and best actress, which like, never happened. I think happens. they did that because I think they thought Chadwick was going to win. Yeah. And it was going to be this big, like, you know, touching speech from his Moment. wife. Yeah. So I really, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if I were to guess, I yeah. think that's why they did the switch. But then shocker. <laughs> it was a shocker. Yeah. I mean, just because everyone, I think, was expected. I mean, both of them. I best actress and best actor I was just like it was like a double whammy I know know, but I was I was genuinely like had no clue what was going to happen with best actress just because there was every prediction was different ever all the predictions Mm. I read were different Viola Francis promising young woman I can't remember her name Carrie Mulligan yeah yeah so that one I was like anything could happen but the Chadwick shock was shocking and yeah. hey, I didn't see Father. What's it called? Father? The Father? <laughs> the Father. Did you? <laughs> no, I didn't even know that was a movie. Yeah, I, I didn't see it. So. <laughs> I, I always like to watch everything for award shows so that when a shock happens, I'm prepared to have an informed opinion. Yeah. And I don't, I can't, I'm like just, just shocked just because of what I thought. And I obviously loved Ma Rainey. And I thought the performances in there were jaw-droppingly good. But I don't have anything to compare it to. You know what I mean? I have nothing to compare it to. Yeah, I yeah, I, I usually try to watch as many of the movies as I can. But I feel like this year, even though we're all at home and we all could just watch them in our home, I felt I the same. That's the thing. This was the year I watched the least and had the most amount of time. It was I know bizarre, very shocking. <laughs> Uh, but I, I love Minari and I was rooting for that to actually win Best Picture because. um Oh, wow. I haven't seen it. See, it's so good. I would recommend that, um, especially because you love you love the drama and it's like all the I drama and the grandma. The oh, what's her name? She actually won Best Supporting Actress. Her speech was so good. She was so good. She was fierce. Yo, Young she called out Judy. Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, Mr. Pitt, where were you? Where were you? How are you going to be a producer? Nice to finally meet you. <laughs> In this like big moment, but where were you when we were doing the work, Mofo? That was funny. That was so funny. That was funny. I also want to say, Jason, that I think the Oscar sort of ripped us off. Um, did you Ooh. feel that way? Oh yeah. <laughs> Me and you. Because they talked about everybody's survival jobs. I said, are they listening they were. to the podcast? They yeah. were listening to everyone. I was saying everyone's survival jobs. Yeah, which and then you killed me when the following thing happened. What? I when was they started drunk. playing the game. You were <gasps> oh, like, yes! oh my- Sorry, I just like <laughs> they literally talked about people everyone's survival jobs and like mm-hmm. actors were coming on on video talking about their survival jobs and then they played a game this is our format yeah. it's our format and so to the Oscars to the Academy if you're listening can we get 10% invite us <laughs> yeah just because an Oscars passed I'm pretty sure they're not talking about survival jobs and then <laughs> This year, uh, two months after our big debut, and by the way, one month. <laughs> but yeah, Frances McDormand won for No Man Land. <laughs> I do love her. She has three Oscars now. Does I was like, three. That was her third. Yeah. Was, Damn is right. Uh, I'm Daniel Kaluuya. 
Kal- <laughs> Kalua, Kaluya. Yeah. Kaluya, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, What's wrong with me today? I mean, listen, I feel like I'm in the twilight zone, so don't even worry. His speech was <laughs> his mom's face when he was like, Oh my, my gosh. mom and dad had sex. And the mom was like, What the fuck? <laughs> she's like, Wait, what did he just say? And she was like, pissed. <laughs> yeah. She's like, You're at the Oscars. Like, say something else about me other than me having sex, which is obvious. They like they should have kept the cutoff music. I feel like they just were just let people like ramble on and on and on. I appreciated that they didn't, but then there were moments where it was like people didn't know how to wrap it up. Oh, just like talking. Okay. <laughs> Tyler Perry's speech was great. Oh, so good. Great. So good. You know, it's funny because my family is always telling me to, you know, you you want you want, you're an actor. Why don't you just call Tyler Perry? Just call. call. Call Tyler Perry. Call him, Jason. So, what, um, why haven't you? I'm confused. I know. Call so him after, up. after Sunday, I was like, I definitely have to call him. Like, yeah. definitely now. Like, definitely. Just call him. Just <laughs> call him this whole time. So easy. Isn't it funny? Uh, like, our families don't understand the business. I, I remember yeah. when I first started auditioning and I would talk to my dad and say, well, I'm auditioning for this film. And he would be like, oh, great. So I'll be able to watch it in the movie theater. And I'm like, No you won't <laughs> it's maybe probably a student film or a super independent film that you'll be lucky if i'll ever get a copy well if i even know. book it but yeah me and some of my friends my other friends have this vow to each other that we're going to be at the oscars in 2028 that's the 100 year anniversary so that's like on our our thing that we're manifesting can i get in on that Yes, join Great. us. Thank 2028. You. It's a thing. Seven years. I think that's enough time to get so. there. I agree. And it's a hundred year anniversary. So it's like, that's why I was like, I'm going to manifest this every day <laughs> until, until, <laughs> until 2027. And hopefully I'll have a project that's, you know, <laughs> gets there. I think you will, Jason. Oh, that's too kind. I think we all will. And I think, you know, we'll maybe do a pre-show of survival jobs since they yes. stole our idea they stole our idea <laughs> but they didn't right? no it's all good was there any other highlights you know i always love a good inspirational speech like i love i i love award shows to get inspired about like never giving up on your dreams and you know it sucks and it's hard but keep going blah 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 and i don't really think i got that speech do you think that speech happened? I don't think the speeches were like as fierce as they could have been. No, it was very, it was just a very different year. But yeah, um, it was different. I like that they made it like it was live and they try to make it interactive. Cause I haven't watched, I haven't been watching many of the award shows. I can't stand the like, this feels so awkward. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. Did we talk about this on the podcast with like the Emmys when they had like people outside their all their houses? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with Emmys. And it yeah, did the the person just left. Suits. Yeah. <laughs> and it the person just like walked away. Yeah. <laughs> with their oh, that's, a, that's another thing. And by the way, I just said that's another thing. I was in my own brain talking to myself and this thought came about. <laughs> but they didn't have any I'm so dead. <laughs> No musical performances, and I really. I felt think that. those happened before, or somebody was telling they me. They did because I, I don't know them. I watched them prior, <laughs> but so they did happen. But it wasn't. You know what? I, they did a great job for the year that we are in. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we'll give them. We'll give them that definitely. And then should we start talking about our special guest? We have to introduce Fly. Fly. I'm excited. Awesome. This is going to be a fun one. 
Me too. I'm so excited for her to meet her. Like just interacting her with her through email has been such a joy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and her website is hilarious. <laughs> okay. So today we are talking to Bly Both. Bly Both is an actor, singer, writer from Washington, D.C., now residing in New York City. Uh, she was last seen on the first national tour of the 10-time Tony Award-winning musical, The Band's Visit. Yes. <laughs> yes is right. She wrote and performed in her solo show, No Really, I'm Not Crazy, uh, which had its New York City debut at the Green Room 42 and its DC debut at the Signature Theater. She wrote the book for a new Cole Porter review called Let's Misbehave, Cole Porter After Dark, which had its debut with the American Pops Orchestra at Arena Stage. I also just said debut so many times. <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing. Um, she also served as the editorial director of Nasty Women of New York, a photography project that melds the world of portrait photography with storytelling, giving a voice to the uniquely diverse women of New York City. Yes, the females need to rule the world, not only New York City. I'm um, sorry, off topic. That's it, currently, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> currently, she is working on a book a first-person narrative essays about depression and disco music. She spends her free time running races, chartering buses from New York City to D.C. for marches and protests, and cooking. Currently, she's owed almost $30,000 from the great state of Maryland in unemployment, and she is down to stick it to the man these days. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Damn. Come on, unemployment. Get it together. Oh, my gosh. All right, let's go talk to Bly. It's going to be fun. Yes, Bly. Yes. Queen Bly. Queen Bly, <laughs> Queen of the North. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Bly. Hello, Sam. Welcome Hello. to the podcast. How do you say your last name? Because I introduced you on the last episode and I'm nervous that I said it wrong, so I apologize. Can I say something? It really doesn't matter. And I know we're supposed to have more like integrity over things like our names, but I, my, it's both. But I answer to Voss. I really, I mean, I prefer both, but I really don't mind either. I always had a dream of like just being Bly, like no last name. So there's Perfect. no, there's no like wedded, you know, sort of like commitment to both. I did introduce <laughs> you as Bly Voth. So apologies. That's fine. I should have just said Bly because then all of your one name dreams would have come true and I wouldn't have even known well you're gonna we're gonna do it for this episode we'll have it just bl just bly yeah I'm, I'm <laughs> and bly I love your website like off the mm -hmm. off the record on the record I don't know but <laughs> your website is so funny like you have your videos posted which I was completely standing for you and you're like this would be like, these make my mom cry and I was like <laughs> I'm like you're so funny I, I am, um, I don't know if you guys feel this way, but like the world of actor um, websites sort of makes me want to crawl into a hole and die. There's like such a, there's such a false version of anybody's actual personality on their website. Like I'm, I am just, I think a lot, I think human beings are multi-hyphenated. So I don't feel like, why must you say that? Like, of course we all do multiple things. So like, I don't need you to tell me and make a joke about the hyphens. Like, I need you to yeah. be yourself so that I know if I like you or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. We're having a lot of fun with this little thing we made. You know, I think it's silly when I say little thing, because it's not a little thing, but I, I always am like, oh, our little podcast that we made. It's like our, it's like our <laughs> baby. 
Yeah. And it's maybe, do you say little because it's new? Yeah. So you should just say new. Episode six, this is. Yeah, this new thing that we made. Yeah. This new, beautiful thing we made. All right. Shall we jump right in to the funnest part of all? Well, I want to check in with Bly. I want to see, have you been over this crazy ass pandemic? Like this past year has been so many things to so many different people. So I'll let you talk about your experience. Um, well, I was on tour of a show when we got the uh, the call that we were no longer on the tour of the show. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was like, I think Broadway closed on Friday, March 12th. Correct. No, I'm sorry. That was a Thursday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We we were told that uh, we were told on March 12th, March 12th. Sorry, that's uh, my daughter, Karen, eating right next to me right now. We love that. She's a um, dog, Nathan, not a, not a dog. <laughs> dog off the ground. My what, kind dog, wait, what kind of dog is she? She is um, a lab. No, I'm sorry. I, I say that when we had to go to Canada because you're not allowed to have pit bulls in um, in the part of in Toronto. Fun fact, it's illegal. She's not really? a pit bull in Toronto. What? Wow, I feel like so I just went on a weird route here, but it is true. And I think it's important to note that like apparently in 2001, a dog that was a pit bull that had been bred to fight uh, mauled a toddler, which is very sad. And I'm not negating the sadness of that. And I'm very sorry that happened. Right. Of course. It wasn't happening like four or five times a day. And so we had to, when we went to Toronto on tour, we had to say that this was just our lab mix. She's not lab at all. She's chow, <laughs> pit bull, and German shepherd. So like all the nice ones, speaking of here and the saving grace of COVID for me, I got to be honest. She's the cuddliest, chunkiest pit bull of all time she's a rescue all she wants to do is have all 10 of her nipples rubbed and (laughs) honestly me too (laughs) same same i also just love how off topic we all just got thank you for that oh i'm so well okay we got a call yeah so to go back we were on tour by the way bye we you can go off topic we love it oh okay good i was like we have add we talk and we don't even know where we are we don't even know what podcasts (laughs) we're on sometimes i'm Um, like is this a murder podcast or what when the tour so like yeah thursday uh the 12th people were like broadway shut down and i was like ooh, seems problematic and then uh, wasn't thinking it was going to affect me at all and, uh, and then at our talk before the show that night, they were like, we're going to do the shows in Pittsburgh through Sunday. And then we're going to send you guys home for two weeks and then we'll reassess. And we were like, okay, fine. Friday, I was feeling, um, like a little stressed about the quick change. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a haircut from a place that I haven't vetted. And I'm going to go for a big change because that will somehow quell my anxiety. Right. It's always the way it works. Right. Right. So I went and got a haircut from a woman in Pittsburgh who, um, to be fair, she did give me what I asked for because I was like, I want to look like sexy Joan Jett. And she did that, but she was having a hard day um, thinking about her business and her mom. And so it was this virus. It was the worst haircut I've ever gotten in my whole life. And, um, oh no, while we're getting, while the, I walk out of the haircut and, uh, I get a call that's like, Hey, or rather an email from the company manager that was like, Hey, so we're not doing the show tonight. We're sending you all home ASAP. You have a couple hours to get anything that you care about out of the theater and we'll let you know. Wow. Soon. And, um, 
so then I was like, all right, I'll go back to the hotel. I'll figure out my life. And I saw um, my dear friend, Sarah, as I was walking into the hotel and I had already texted her and said, I think I got a really bad haircut. And she was like, no, <laughs> it's like, it's probably fine. You're just like, you're anxious and you're stressed. A lot of things are happening. And I saw yeah. her in the lobby. I saw her in the lobby and she was like, oh no, you got a really bad haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Why? It was just so short or what was so bad? Uneven and like, no. I had like let her razor cut my bangs and okay. like, it was really bad. Yeah. She was definitely stressed about the virus on wow. day one of like, <laughs> that was on the 13th, fri- oh, Friday, the 13th, Thank by you. the way. So yeah. in conclusion, your pandemic uh, has been made better by Karen. Um, so Bly, so we want to know, you know, you're this incredible artist, which we'll talk about later, all of those fun things. So what was your best survival job and why? Okay. Best and funniest are different. Can Ooh, I, I want to hear Yeah, both. we want them both. <laughs> My best survival job was I was an assistant to Natasha Katz, who's a fame, fame, brilliant female um, Broadway lighting designer. And that wow. was an awesome job. I had no idea what I was doing. I was a mediocre at best assistant, but I, but like she held my hand and she didn't ask a lot of me. And she was always really interested in what I was doing. And she was always very supportive of auditions. And when I booked the man's visit, like I'm not joking, genuinely no one had a better reaction than Natasha. <laughs> like what was my mom and dad were like, okay, you know, <laughs> Oh my God. I loved that show. I think she was also like relieved that she didn't have to keep pretending like I was a decent assistant. I've gotten better at it, but I was not good then. Then um, I think my funniest survival job was I used to work at this place. I'm going to date myself. I hope Jason, Sam, I hope one of you went here at some point. So anybody ever go to Toshi's living room? No, sorry. No. It was in the Flatiron. Great. It was um, owned by um, this lovely man who was an actor, is an actor, Toshi, obviously. And he had this like idea to have this like space in New York City where you could like hear live music all fucking night. And this was in Flatiron too. So there wasn't as many venues and places for that. So like that was kind of cool. Mm. He also owned the, or he operated parties like they, he was sort of famous for doing those parties where women would like let you paint on their naked body. Do you remember this? No, what? Come again? Mm-hmm. What do you mean? We used that we used to like host, so I was a I was a cocktail waitress at Toshi's, and they used to host parties on this rooftop sort of like penthouse where like a bed came out of the ceiling, and so that was one of the <laughs> side jobs I had. Wait, a bed I, came out of the ceiling. <laughs> Jason's face when you said that was so good I need to circle back (laughs) (laughs) um that like I'm a big germaphobe pre-covid so a bed coming out of the ceiling like was did it have bedding on it or was it just a mattress it was like a um so like the ceiling was white and it would like it was on a little you know click clicky thing and you click it and then it would sort of extend from the ceiling and there was just a mattress it was like a platform bed you know um, it looks sort of like a big swing bed in the air, uh, but they were everything in the penthouse was like silver and gray and like it sort of. And then we'd have these like paint parties, and people would it would be disgusting. Like it would be like <laughs> they're just Wait, pool parties. Paint. paint. 
Oh, I was like, what the hell did you work at? <laughs> no, but honestly, not far from the possible possibility of the parties. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And at, uh, everybody <laughs> would be butt naked or like with a bra? No, just the women. Fun fact, just the women. Um, yeah. If I was not doing this, I would I would serve some of these parties because okay. I was a cocktail waitress in the, the bar area of Toshi. <laughs> Um, But I also like got in, I mean, it's, I say this because it really is funny now because it's just, this is very me. Like I would get in trouble for like our, our uniform was like just black dress and I would get in trouble because like I would come and like, you know, my like bullshit creativity of like (laughs) get through this awful job would be like, today I'm a French woman. So (laughs) I was never in like a sexy black look. I was in like a, like a costume. Yeah. And like, you're so pretty. You should wear less clothes. And I was like, I won't though. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Also not for nothing. If you want me to wear less clothes, I'm going to need you to pay me more. Hello. (laughs) Ching, ching. (laughs) And not just like pop bottles with these fat, ugly weirdos. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is why I haven't had a drink. And if they're listening, if they're listening right now, yes, we're talking about you. So yeah. (laughs) <laughs> from the day and night brunch club okay jason. Day and night. <laughs> jason and i worked a lot of survival jobs together so i totally like blocked out of my mind yeah you Holy should crap. have i, <laughs> I did until you just said that that was like a flashback to like a yeah horrible time. <laughs> i also i also used wait you just hit something hit me when you when you said jason and i used to work horrible job I like it hit me another one that I used to do I used to uh like go to clubs and sell and give away um this free drink called Maven which was yeah I I mean you know everybody worked at Maven right we that's amazing used to watch people and I'm talking like grown-ass men too like it didn't matter what you're like what size you were like if you had ever drank before if you were like a seasoned drinker when you had half a maven, you became a very different person. No. <laughs> a half. Unhealthy, like really unhealthy. But like, okay. then also it would be like, you know, three in the morning and you'd be at like Marquee and you'd be like, okay, I'm, s- remember Marquee? Yeah, okay, of course. I, was I, ru- I, yeah. I used to run around 16th and 9th, 100%. And, uh, yeah, one night yep. I saw like a, like a very tall man just just bite it with as many mavens as he had had like he was gone like, oh, oh i was gosh, like really? I, I, I was like bite what what yes. did he bite a human or what did he bite <laughs> he's a fucking zombie sam some <laughs> army shit now. <gasps> that Ooh. was wild too soon <laughs> That guy is he okay? Is he far away or is he locked? Is he in trouble for this? What's going on with that? Can we sidebar? Is he canceled? Just like Johnson and Johnson canceled. (laughs) I think we still live in a world where handsome, rich white men will be canceled for the smallest amount of time. So, like, I predict like a solid two and a half to three more months of canceled army. And somehow he's going to be like, I've changed. And he's back in that movie with JLo, who's now divorced or broken up with whatever. Maybe they'll be together in some sick alternate worlds. Yeah, like biting and eating each other's ribs. You know? Like, we don't know. We don't know. What a bizarre what a bizarre know. story that was. Um, yeah, so what was your worst survival job? 
Okay. If I know, right? It's like, <laughs> if I have a lot, because I have so many. It's, yeah, <laughs> the one that comes to mind is, I, this is not a, this is not a um, reflection on the woman who runs this company. She is lovely. We love Sasha. I was a, I was now uh, three years in a row. To, to be clear, I kept coming back to this hellhole of a survival job. I was an elf at a holiday party at a, like a, like a boating or like a sailing club, which is basically code in the lower East side of Manhattan for people with extreme wealth. And, um, it was like, it was like, I was, I kept coming back to it because the money was really good, but it was like soul sucking work, like in a full elf costume, like there was bells on every fucking part of this costume. So like I couldn't do anything without being like, ling, 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 ling. <laughs> like <laughs> wait, well, you were just an elf or did you like pass out or d'oeuvres or no, it was worse. I had to deal with the children who were waiting to sit on Santa's lap. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, yeah, I was like a helper. <laughs> you were the what? You were Santa's helper. I was Santa's helper. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. For how many months out of the year? Well, the first time it was just like a one-off. And then the second year, she was like, I got a couple of gigs. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and it was always around the holidays. And so and it was you like, need the extra cash. I get it. Uh, and like, but the problem with like, I don't know if you guys know this, but the problem with taking on extra side gigs and survival jobs around the holidays is your, your ideal expectation is I will save this money and I will buy nice things for people that I love. But what happens is, is you're so broken from your own choices that you spend it on yourself. Yeah. I was going to say, or like at the bar on martinis. Yeah. On $16 drinks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So every year I was like, this year I'm going to get my family really nice gifts. And then every fucking time it was like, I was an elf one too many times. I like drank and like spent that money and now everyone's getting another framed picture of our family you know like that was how it went (laughs) (laughs) oh man um so is there a job that you had artistically that you would consider a survival job meaning like a a job you worked in the arts that you were like oh my god I've I've made it this is what I've wanted to do but then it turned out that jokes on you it's just another survival job I did like eight productions of Million Dollar Quartet, which is probably for too many, honestly, if we're if we're being honest. It was uh it was one of those shows that for a for a period of time was just in such high demand. I think it's because it was cheap to produce, but also like the music is fucking killer. Like if you want some like rockabilly music and some like cute guys playing it, this is the show. Yeah. As the one female in the show, though. I was like a little too young to recognize that like I was I was saying yes to work when I needed to probably be like, you know what, you would probably be better. Your time and your like energy might be better spent like living at home and like struggling a little bit, but being available to audition for other things. That's my dog. That's Karen. She's uh, she's decided <laughs> now is the time to play. Right now. I just love that your dog's name is Karen. Can I just say that? <laughs> it, used be, it used to be better than it is now. Now when I yell like Karen in the park, I'm like, 
Oh my god, did she come named or did you guys name her? Her name was Mushi when we met her, and I was like 100 percent Mushi is not gonna cut it for me. Mushi is like I think of that dessert. What mochi? Yeah. I was thinking about that. Is that a dragon from Mulan? Like, am I making that up? I'm not that familiar with Mulan, to be honest. (laughs) I've watched it, but it's not one of my top, so I can't answer. No Pocahontas is. Can I just say one day during the pandemic, I was listening to Colors of the Wind and I was like literally crying. I was like, why is this hitting me? Don't like, even. Don't even. I love Pogan. I was like bawling. I was like, these words, these words are so good. You think Colors you own whatever land you land on. Like Colors of the Wind is a musical masterpiece. I will, I will die on that cross, honestly. I think that it is imperative that we acknowledge the brilliance of Pocahontas on this podcast episode because Thank you. number one the animals are not um like uh, what's it called anthropomorphication where like you yeah will become a human with like a voice and like a human character they allow the animals to be part of nature while not like distracting from the fact that while they don't have actual lines they are still characters which I love yes flip. love flip the Max. storytelling is still too Disney-fied because that is not how it went. Like, arguably, Pocahontas was probably raped, but, like, neither here nor there in the version that we've heard. Yeah. yeah. Like, it really... And, and also, on top of it, the music is, like, some of the songs, like, to your point, Jason, like, I listen to them, I'm like, I want to bring this back into my rap. Like, why is this not here right now? Why am I not doing a cut of Colors of the Wind? Facts, right? bring it. You can sing it now if you want. We can air it for the first time on Survival Jobs. And then, you know, we can (laughs) do it in another Biden concert. Which, by the way, your Biden concert was excellent. Thank you for that. Facts. Yeah. I like uh, like eating a little drunk on Zoom as I'm doing now and singing. I really do. I don't know. (laughs) You know, I I haven't had a drink in, um, uh, you know, over a week because of my clot shot and I feel drunk. (laughs) No, no, no. You were overserved. It's not your fault. Thank you. Even if you're the one doing the serving. Serving myself. (laughs) (laughs) Fly. So you talked about all these crazy survivor jobs and you talked a little bit about being on tour, which I loved hearing and performing and you have a hell of a voice. Like you're incredible. Um, but I just want to know what's your favorite professional artistic experience or like, what are you most proud of as an artist? Okay. Doubling back. I am not, not proud of Millennial Protect, just to be clear. Um, I just realized mm-hmm. it was not being like an incendiary character on stage and not having like as much to do like by the fifth sixth seventh eighth time is just like a little soul sucking but I did love that experience mm-hmm. I learned a shit ton about like doing a show multiple times and finding a way to like keep it fresh so there's that but I gotta say even though like not enough people saw it <laughs> in my opinion I fucking loved doing Bright Star I fucking I would do that show over and over and over again, even though it is very, very um, taxing to sing. And there were some nights where I was like, all I want to do is go to that biker bar down the street and (laughs) potentially get taken, but I can't because I have to protect the gift. (laughs) Yes, girl. (laughs) Wait, where did you do Bright Star? Oklahoma City. Yes. Yeah, this, it's this amazing theater in Oklahoma City called The Lyric, and they're like my fucking family, and they've been so nice to me. And 
I did Big River there, which is another one of my favorite shows of all time. I like, Ooh, I really yeah. like Big River. Um, and then in terms of the band's visit, I I genuinely never thought I could be a swing. So the fact that I got through the tour and was able to sort of do that was a blessing. <laughs> no, by the way, no. that's the last time I saw you in person. That's true. Yeah. Aww. And you were incredible. Thank you. Incredible. I did enjoy that day. I was, it was like a January 2nd, 2020. That's the last time I saw you in the flesh. And that was the first time anybody had seen me go on for Dina. So is that, that was, real? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I had gone oh, wow. or in Norfolk and I had, uh, I had had my, like, you know, um, my put in, in North Carolina. And I kept thinking like, Oh, you know, like it, you know, I will go on it as Dina all the time. It'll be great. Da, da, da. Then you don't, you know, and then yeah. to have everybody know that I had these dates and like, we would get days for people to come see me. I was like, um, guys, I'm sorry. It's in Schenectady, but. <laughs> <laughs> Bly, is there somebody that you would like to collaborate with like your dream collaborator or a dream role? I do have a dream role. I would like to play um, King, the King in Hamilton. I'm not kidding. Oh I know my you're God. not. I know you're not kidding. of mine. It would be so perfect. That would be so good. I have realized that um, some people like to be on stage, and I like to be on stage for a little bit of time. And people go, "She was great." <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like reading your book backstage, or maybe playing <laughs> yeah, playing a game on your telephone, or like Fontaine, like stuff like that. Like any princess yeah. crack, get in, get out, leave yeah. a mark like die or be so fucking funny is my dream. <laughs> Not Wait, like gonna... visit when you were literally. Are you going <laughs> oh to be spitting? Like what's his name on the. Like, no. the Groff. Jonathan Groff. Jonathan Groff. Yeah. He was spitting. No, and, like, I'm not. I spitter because I think that is a healthier style of um, like using your gifts. But like I'm more of like the bleeding internal vocal cords. So. <laughs> <laughs> you don't see the work. I will like leave out this belted note, but like just so you know, it hurts. Like that's where me. Yeah, yeah. So much, and we're getting to my most favorite question. I know, and you're making me ask it. I I always yeah. feel like I sound like a robot when I ask this question. You don't. You never sound like a robot. You're perfect. <laughs> so this is our last question before we play the fun game. By the way, oh, did uh, I just say my most favorite question? That's not correct. <laughs> I need to go to college again. I'm we no. Oh no. Okay, thank you. No. Jason and I you went to what? state. I feel like you could go to college on TikTok now. So like I don't think you need <laughs> TikTok. Jason and I went yes. to state school together in Connecticut uh, and we got did. theater degrees from a state school in Connecticut. And yes, our West college Con. professor texted me yesterday. Hey, I just listened to the first episode of your podcast. You guys need to get on TikTok. Actually, that's not not true. Like, it would be very funny to have, like, I'm not trying to give you all more work, but like, you know, <laughs> you had your podcast. And then you like promoted it, like maybe exclusively on or like went hard on TikTok. I don't know. The babies love it. Okay. My big question. <laughs> Go robot. <laughs> yeah. Robot. And if Jason you was on had Mr. To work. Robot. Jason, how <laughs> fitting. Mr. Robot in the flesh. So if you had to work your least favorite survival job for the rest of your life, to have your dream artistic job for only three years, and then have to return to it until retirement, would you do it? Oh, yes. 100% yes. 
I still would, would do any, I would do anything for three years of like perfection, you know, like, like, you know, win, 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 which I think like, don't we sort of like naturally have that though? Like even, even people I know who have, you know, moved or like do new things, like think like human nature, isn't it? Like you have some high years where you're like, yes. And then you have some shit yeah. years. And then like you, you keep going like, maybe I'll go back to the high years again. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe I will. <laughs> maybe if I just hold out, like, go back. <laughs> you know? yeah. Maybe if I get vaccinated and we survive this, <laughs> we'll get back to the high years. Oh my god. Okay, so the answer is yes. And I love that because we've, this is our sixth, well, this is our fifth guest and only... Mm-hmm. This is the fourth time we've asked that question and it's been even so far. Two said yes and two said no. Oh my God. We're going to play a fun game. Okay. Yes, ready? cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you say that, Jason. Never change that. <laughs> it's called Pop Star or Broadway and we're going to okay. read you a lyric, whatever, from a song and you have to tell us if it's from a pop star or from a Broadway musical. <laughs> some of them are easy and maybe some of them are going to get stumped okay, okay. do you think you're ready no but I'm ready <laughs> I love your honesty alright Bly <clears throat> leave all your fears behind and float across the rainbow sky to once upon a time Broadway or pop star yes the Broadway yes you know what show Okay, I would like to say The Wizard of Oz, but I also, maybe it's Wicked, but also, fun fact, I have auditioned for Wicked and I've never seen it. <laughs> Ever? <laughs> wow. The last time I went went in for Wicked, they were like, have you seen it? And my agent was like, she has it. <laughs> um, great guesses, but this is from my childhood favorite musical called Brooklyn the Musical, spelled B-K-L-Y-N, starting... Starring Eden Espinosa. Oh, Bly, you were correct. So we're going to give you that. Yeah. Uh, One that point. point. <laughs> okay, next. Spotlight on me, and I'm ready to break. I'm like a performer. The dance floor is my stage. That's a pop song. Correct. Yeah. Clearly, those lyrics. <laughs> two of two. Yeah. You know, no, what, that you is, know who it is? I feel like it might be Britney. Correct. Correct. Wow. Ding, ding, ding. Bonus ding, point. Ding, ding. Give yeah, a bonus point yeah definitely give a bonus for that. And that's <laughs> They say that only fools fall in love. Well, they must have been talking about us. And sometimes I feel like I've been here before. That's a musical. Oh, no. I'm so sorry. sorry. <laughs> I read it. I read it horribly. Probably. No, no. It was it was a, <laughs> a trick question. Wait, tell me the song. I must okay, know. so this is um, Honeymoon Avenue. Uh Sung by Ariana. Ariana Grande. And you still have a bonus point from the last one. Oh, yeah. So you're pretty much even. Thank (laughs) you, Jason, for bringing that back to light. (laughs) (laughs) A small town like ours ain't much, but sometimes home is where your ass ends up. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that is Broadway. That's correct. Yes. And I'm also, I would like to guess the show. Thank you. What Please. Do you think? Is this getting the band back together? No. But is it in that world? I didn't see that show, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. Can I, is it Trailer Park? Ish. Okay. Can I get one more? <laughs> yeah. Is it 9 to 5? It's Waitress. Fuck me. Okay. I mean, you were really close. You were. Like, I was like, 
I would be confused by that. I was like thinking it was like a Taylor, sounds like a Taylor Swift lyric. This is why. <laughs> it was or like Kenny Chesney or something. Yes, exactly. But, yeah. not, but Kenny Chesney, a pop star. That's what you yeah. That's why it was a trick question. Okay, next. Okay. And though I choose to leave him for another kind of love, there is no denial, no betrayal, but redemption. I think that is also Broadway. Correct. Do you um, know what show? I think, wait, I think that might be some Frank Wildhorn. I'm wrong. No, I'm wrong. Right. I'm said I'm wrong. I'm wrong. You're wrong. This is Frank Wildhorn. It's like a, I'm going to say Disney. Ish. Give you a hint. Uh, <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> but not the Disney you would automatically think of. Frozen. It's not Frozen. Definitely not frozen. Another two I haven't seen. Um, it starts with an no. A. It starts with an A. Yeah. Amelie? <laughs> <laughs> no. You still got it. You still got the point. It's Aida. Amelie, yeah. really, okay. Amelie really, really got me. <laughs> All Next. right. We're going to just do two more. Okay, great. Can't you see there's no other man above you? What a wicked way to treat the girl that loves you. This is a pop, it's pop song. Yes. Correct. <laughs> okay. Living in the ghetto, black is everywhere you go. Who thought I love a girl with skin as white as winter snow? I am in my heart. I think this is a Broadway song. Correct. Yeah, yes. It's Hairspray. <laughs> Hairspray, in my opinion, is a better movie than it is a musical. I love Hairspray. <laughs> Well, Bly, congratulations on acing the game. I know, right? And thank God for your bonus point, or else you probably... Literally, thank God. Literally. Yeah. I mean, she still would have got like a 90, like, yeah. <laughs> like a, or 95. We're really <laughs> proud of you, and we really want to say congratulations. I don't mean to speak for you, Jason, but I think we do, right? We do. No, I agree. <laughs> you know, I do. But like, thank you guys for having me, and like, thank you for including me in your new project and this new podcast. And I'm fucking psyched to be in the first batch. Yeah. And thank you for being so funny. I laughed. I <laughs> Jason, laughed I haven't seen him laugh. I have not seen him laugh <laughs> this hard ever. <laughs> so thank you. Bly, tell all the listener, listeners where they can find you on social media. I am on Instagram at Bly Adeline. I'm on Twitter at Bly A. Voth. I am not on Facebook as a gift to everyone um, <laughs> and maybe one day twitter maybe one day twitter yeah twitter just i just no, learned twitter after like 11 years TikTok. So. TikTok. tiktok we're gonna get on tiktok i think yeah let's figure that out <laughs> we'll figure it out we'll figure it out together that's what we're doing here wow yeah. yay thank you and everyone make sure you tune in next week to listen to my dear friend mike heslin come on and talk about his survival jobs his influencing his creating he's a superstar and he's so yes. pretty he's so pretty <laughs> beautiful human being inside and out 100 percent. love that love and make sure you guys all follow us too at yeah. uh, jobs pod <laughs> at survival jobs pod on twitter and instagram and on facebook at survival jobs a podcast bly love you haven't Thank seen you, you. Over a year. Guys, this is so nice i hope i have, to, I have to follow you now yeah you have to follow bly i know i'm gonna do it right after we finish this please oh my god and jason then i'll follow you and then we'll be following each other and then we'll learn to talk <laughs> Guys, thank awesome. you. I appreciate thank it. Thank you. She's fantastic.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. <laughs> 